Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Sophie Garvin. And <laughs> welcome to our podcast. podcast. You really just have to change things up every time, don't you? I'm all about the change and you, you want to stop me, but <laughs> I'm rebelling. No, nope, I'm letting you go. As we discussed last episode, I've got too much control over you, so last I'm going to try and... Feels like yesterday, last episode. It was uh, so close. It was, so, it was yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> yesterday was also two months ago. We have looked back and realised that it's been two months since our last episode. And firstly, we'd like to apologise. But secondly, we I'm actually not, did give you some warning. I'm not we? sorry for anything. And I think, I'm just hoping that the, you know, how I told you to go and look at the photo of Maddie on the back. Surely that's entertained you for like the last two months. <laughs> if that hasn't, I don't know what will. Yeah. But Sophie, why don't you tell our listeners what... What what the reason is behind our two month hiatus? Well, um, when we do podcasts and net chicks, for those who follow net chicks, Maddie turns into a bit of a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> net chicks, Maddie, I've got my own name. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I have been on holiday. Um, I'm not a full time vlogger and <laughs> podcaster. Um, as, actually, as, as, much, as much as many of you yeah, would think she is. Um, but. I've been on holiday. I've been to America. I had the best time. Top three places. Top three. Grand Canyon. Put it on the top of your bucket list if it's not already there. One word to describe the Grand Canyon. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was like, how can a hole? This sounds. Like, <laughs> how can a hole be so beautiful? <laughs> um, number two, New York, because it's New York. If um, you have been to New York, even if you haven't been to New York, you kind of it's know. a concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Yeah. Um, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Welcome. Now you're in New York. Um, and a third, Vegas. I had so much fun yeah. in Vegas. Like One money, lost money, broke even. Yeah. Um, Gambling is look, really bad. Don't do it. I probably, to me, I won. But really, Ve- I would have been like, I won winner. the money, so let's go spend it. So. True. That's that's great, though. I'm really happy for you. And yeah. For those who are really interested in my last two months. Oh, um, anyway, chapter 17. <laughs> <laughs> it's been rehabbing. I went to Hawaii for two weeks, which is great what you fun. Rehabbing? Rehab- oh, sorry, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually um, rehabbing rehabilitating a ACL reconstruction. Um, it's going along really nicely. Five and a half months, 23 weeks down. Um, full steam ahead. Watch yeah. this space. We went to Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. Great time. Lost the rental car key, though, at Pipeline. Had to wait four hours for a new one to be delivered. Um, hated myself for a good four hours. But we're still here. We made it. We had a good time. Look, I mean... I heard that you hated yourself more than anyone else hated you. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes you, your your toughest critic is yourself. Yeah, and that's what I find. So, speaking of tough critics, we've just you know episode um sorry chapter sixteen ended with the Kings of Limwood and the Limwood Lions netball team all meeting at Amber's house for their video rehearsal, and it ended quite abruptly with Mr. Burns. Staggering home yeah. and causing a bit of a scene. The so alcoholic in him. Yeah. So things are pretty tough for Amber, but well, I've actually done some reflecting on my holiday. It's been a bit of a finding myself journey. Yeah, love it. And you know, I've really, I've really thrashed. Oh, sorry, that. <laughs> um, I really thrashed. Have thrashed Grace in like the mm. first half of the book. Mm. But you're only now realizing that. No, no, no. I knew I did it. But upon reflection, maybe I should like take a you know a leaf out of her book. That's pff, leaf out of her book. I am Grace, remember? Yeah, so, um, but I'm also reflecting because we're not going to lie, we did have to listen to the last episode <laughs> because we'd forgotten what it happened. It's a bit of a refresher. A bit of a, yeah. And it was as exciting as the first time I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you give yourself a lot of compliments, but like, <laughs> do you hide them? 
like you'll be like or like if something that's a great idea or that's a good thing like you like give comments to what the characters are doing but technically you've made them do that so it's like you you're giving yourself well I think if you're not your own toughest critic but also if you're not your own biggest fan then who can be that's very true without further ado should we get into it of course chapter 17 Missed saying that. (laughs) The next morning, Grace asked Tyler if he wanted to walk to school with her and Angus. She was taken aback when he brushed her off. Should we do a review? Oh, wait, we've already done a bit of a um, recap. recap. Yeah. Okay, sorry, continue. God, how rude. Um, She was taken aback when he brushed her off, only responding with a simple shake of his head. That's that's not the sound effect we're after. (laughs) I'm just blowing my sniffle. (laughs) Typical grumpy teenage boy, Grace thought to herself, although she had a weird feeling there was something more to it. When she arrived at school, Grace spotted Sebastian and considered walking over to him. The image of a younger Sebastian with braces was beginning to fade from her memory. They'd chatted so easily and had so much fun with the video planning the day before that she felt they were actually becoming friends. But to her surprise, today Sebastian completely blew her off and walked in the opposite direction as she began to approach him. God, what is it with boys today? Grace thought as she walked to class. The rest of the day passed uneventfully. Grace had pretty much forgotten about it until she almost ran into Sebastian on her way to the bathroom during the lesson just before lunch. We've got to stop meeting like this, Grace joked. Expecting Sebastian's usual banter, Grace was surprised to find he just flashed her a half-hearted smile and continued down the hallway. Grace racked her brain to recall anything she may have said or done to upset him. She hadn't spoken to him or messaged him since they had said goodbye the night before outside Amber's house. What could have changed between then and now? When reading this, like, I, this is, like, so relatable for me because, for those who don't know, my boyfriend is my brother's best friend and, like, literally it was so relatable. I was like, what the hell? And, like, when we first, like, started seeing each other, like, I was getting, like, so many, I was like, does Mara know? Like, that's my brother. Does Mara know? And then I was, like, speaking to his girlfriend at the time and then she would tell me one thing and then I was like, wait, but does he know? And then I'm like, but does he know this? Like, how much does he know? What does he think? And then I'd get like, oh, he's okay with it. And the next day it's like, no, he's really mad. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it was very relatable. See, people think that Grace in the Court's about my life, but really it's the diary of Sophie Garbin. Yeah. Maybe Sophie Shaw should be more of a prominent character next time. So this is, when when I saw this, like, I mean, her brother's mad. Sebastian's not talking to her. I was like, I've gone straight to... No, this is not a spoiler. That This is just what I was like at the time. Oh, my God. It's gone down. Like, some, it's, but even if it hasn't, it's the worst feeling. Like, yeah, because you just... They're not knowing. It's yeah. the not knowing. It's like, I don't know if he's mad. Like, And then, like, five minutes later, he might not See, be See, maybe mad. finally this is where you begin to empathise with Grace and relate to her. Yeah. This is a turning point. It's exactly what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in simple terms for those listeners out there. <laughs> Bell rang. Got to forget your role ring a ding ding for the start of lunch. Grace walked like a zombie to her group's usual gathering How spot. How do you walk like a zombie with her arms? <laughs> she had her arms out, her eyes closed, and she was like stomping around. See, now I've got the, we've got the video going, so it was like this. But no, it was more just like a bit dazed and like you know those vacant eyes when you're like not much. You know, she's just not really taking in what's happening in front yeah. of her. <clears throat> um, head, sorry, gathering spot under the massive gum tree in the quadrangle. How many sides? Quadrangle four. I had to think about that for a second. Her head buzzing. <laughs> she hated the idea of ever anyone ever being angry or upset with her, so she was poring over every detail of the last few exchanges with Sebastian. That sounds like someone I know. <laughs> I hate people not liking me. <laughs> she was first there and breathed a sigh of relief. 
grateful for a few seconds in which she could gather her thoughts before her friends arrived to see how shaken she was. The last thing she needed was Mia teasing her about her, her about her crush on Sebastian. She looked up to see Mia practically skipping over to her, obviously happy about something. You'll never guess you just sat next to me in science, she said. Mm, that's good, Mia, said Grace, still distracted. Hello, Earth to Grace. Did you hear what I said? Grace snapped back to reality. Sorry, what? Don't even worry, Mia said angrily. Hang on, what's up with you? You look exhausted. Great, Grace thought. Not only were Tyler and Sebastian angry at her, but she looked tired too. Oh, God. That's the worst nightmare. Nothing, she said with a sigh. I'm fine. Sorry, what were you saying? Before Mia could start bombarding her with the detail of her latest drama, Stella stepped down next to them in a huff. <laughs> she huffed and she puffed and she I might as well quit the team now. Wipe it off the inevitable, she moaned. Mia and Grace both turned their attention to their friend. What do you want about still? Mia asked. Yeah, what's wrong? Grace added. Ugh, it's this stupid English assignment. The only, the one I have to get an A on. It's some Shakespeare thing and I have no idea what I'm doing. Whyeth, dideth, theyeth, talketh, liketh, thitheth. Grace and Mia burst out laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. They knew Stella was seriously upset, but she was also usually so quiet. For her to respond to her distress with a joke like this was totally unexpected. Grace had completely forgotten about what she had discovered about Angus and was eager to share the news with Stella. See what I mean about comments? Like, the, she's so funny. It's you. You wrote that. <laughs> I'm making myself laugh. I wrote this about, God, six years ago, so come on. Old me was funnier than present me. Um, is Gus in your English class? Grace asked, wanting to frame the conversation. Yeah, why's that? Stella asked. Do you know if he's any good at it? Grace continued. I don't really know. He's always really into it and seems to know a lot about the books we study, so I guess he's probably all right, Stella said with a confused look on her face. Does someone who's all right at English get asked if his assignment can be used in his example for class next year? Grace asked with a grin. What? For which assignment? Stella asked, stunned. Whatever the last one was, the one you got to see on. Grace said, hoping Stella was getting the gist of where she was going with this. No way, it was so hard, complained Stella. But somehow he got an A, and guess who was watching Romeo and Juliet the other night? Has he already started? Oh my God, now I'm even more stressed, Stella cried. Well, I don't want to state the obvious, but why don't you ask him to help you, Grace said, realising Stella wasn't picking up on her hints. Romeo, oh Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? Mia joked, probably in that, not really in that voice, but anyway, <laughs> waving her arms around as if performing to a crowd. I don't know, I feel weird asking him. He probably won't even want to help, Stella said nervously. Come on, Stell, it's Gus. Of course he'd love to help you. Gus, I would, like, if I was named Angus, like, I would hate to be called Gus. Don't you like the name Gus? It reminds me of, like, an old tr truck driver. <laughs> like, I love the name Angus. But you don't like Gus. What would you call him for short, then? Ang. Or just Angus. Just Angus. Yeah, that's fair. I'd love I'm one of, I'm kind of one of those people that are, like, just if you're going to give them the name, like... That's why you don't like Soph. <laughs> I don't not like it, but it's just not your preferred. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I've realised as well? Like, all my favourite names that I would, like, want to potentially name my future kids should I have any children... I've used in this book. Like, I love the name Angus. Tyler, Grace, Stella, Mia. So I'm either going to have to recreate the characters, but then there's too much pressure on my daughter Grace to be like Grace. I'm just going to have to think of some new names. Oh, God. Tough one for me. Anyway, um, uh, Grace confronted Stella, knowing her brother would always be willing to help her friends. It's embarrassing, though. He probably thinks I'm stupid, Stella stressed. You're literally the smartest person I know, 
Mia said matter-of-factly. How do you say matter-of-factly? I think I did that really well. You're literally the smartest person I know. Like, just stating a fact. Not when it comes to Shakespeare, Stella huffed. No. <laughs> exactly right. Come on, what's the harm in asking? It's either that or you don't play for the rest of the season. What would you prefer? Mia asked. I obviously want to play. I just feel weird texting Angus, Stella confessed. Why? Mia asked, clearly not realising how shy Stella was around boys. Grace shook her head at how different her two best friends were. Mia would text any boy in a heartbeat, whereas Stella couldn't even message Grace's brother, who she'd known half her life. If it makes it easier, I can just ask Gus for you, Grace offered. She was already going to ask Angus as soon as she found out about his hidden talent, but she wanted to make sure Stella was comfortable with it first. Grace saw Stella's face light up, clearly revealed that she wouldn't have to ask for herself. Really? That would be amazing. Thanks so much, Gracie. Stella said as she wrapped her arms around Grace in a hug. You're such a wuss, Mia teased as she joined in on the hug, not wanting to be left out. FOMO. Chapter break. <laughs> what do you do in a chapter break? Are you meant to like go get, like... It's kind of like you can take them. a breather. Yeah, it's like, you know you know where you stop reading a, cha- a chapter? Oh, so do you not breathe in when you read? <laughs> <laughs> That's what full stops are for, right, mate? No, it's more a way of being like, okay, that scene is over and like there's now... That's the, the more the literary device and being like, okay. So it's not like go and grab a glass well, of water. You, you could. If, you, if there was ever a time and it wasn't a chapter, like a chapter, end of a chapter to stop reading, you could probably stop at a chapter break because that scene has ended. Do you feel? So say you, so does this like, when I read a book, like I'll just stop. Like I'll be like, oh, I'm tired. I'll go to bed. I'll just stop. Or would you continue oh, reading? I have to go. I have to. Unless like, I mean, if I'm really, really tired and it's a book that I'm not totally like engrossed in, then mm. I'll be like, yeah, maybe finish mid sentence or whatever but usually I'll have to either go to the end of a chapter or at least the end of like a section if that makes sense so I'll just be like done see you never yeah I don't yeah that's where we did not when I read this for no the I was gonna say no, you read it all in one to it. <laughs> could not put it down that night Grace was lying on her bed trying to complete her own English homework but unable to get anything done with her mind racing a hundred miles a minute she couldn't do much about Sebastian but she decided she would suck it up and go and ask Tyler why he was being so weird Music blasted from the speakers in his room. Grace had to cover her ears as she made her way down the hallway. No point knocking, Grace thought to herself as she turned the door handle to enter the room. Tyler, Grace said as her brother sat at his computer downloading music. Tyler, she yelled when he didn't reply. Still no reply. Eventually, she ended up walking over to the speaker and turning the music off so she would get his attention. Bad move, she thought as she saw the expression on her brother's face. What are you doing? Turn that back on, Tyler demanded. I just want to ask you something, Grace said. Make it quick, he huffed. (laughs) Why am I even bothering, Grace thought. Why are you angry at me, Grace asked with a newfound courage. I'm not angry at you. Now please leave. Wait, I forget that Sebastian's Tyler's friend. Mm. Okay, I keep thinking that. So yeah, this is a bit of a build up to what's about to happen. It sure seems like you're angry, Grace continued. I've spent enough time with you and your friends these last few weeks, so please just let me have some peace and quiet, Tyler begged. Grace walked to the speaker, turned it back on, slammed the bedroom door and closed... Sorry, slammed the bedroom door closed and ran back to her room. She threw herself down onto her bed and closed her eyes. I will never understand boys, she thought to herself. Tyler's teenage hormones were clearly running wild with this sudden moodiness. And was he really just annoyed at having to spend time with Grace and her friends? Was that all it was? Is she serious? Like... No offence, Grace, but, like, she gets really upset about her not getting along with her siblings. Like, me and my brother would fight. Like, like this is probably bad. I don't know if she said that. We would physically fight. Yeah, like, we, we were, like, horrendous. Like, we couldn't even sit in the back. Of, like, we were so bad. Like, we're really good friends now and, like, get along a lot. 
But like when we were younger, like we would fight every single mm. day, and like mum would like be like, "What do you want for your birthday?" And she's like, "For you not to fight." fight your, we were oh. so bad. So like for that little argument yeah, to but go see, down, I was like, we would fight all the time, but then I would get so upset over it. That makes sense. Like we would fight all the time, and then I. But then like the problem was that I couldn't just take it. I was a bit of a wuss. So that maybe that's where my inner was. grace is coming out. <laughs> was a wuss. I'm going to continue reading now. <laughs> she was about to attempt to resume her English homework. Grace's phone buzzed. With a jolt of disappointment, Grace saw it was Mia. Wait, was... where are we? I'm lost. Sorry, here. Okay, yep. What's going on with me? Grace wondered as she realised she'd wanted it to be Sebastian. Text message. You're a girl and you like boys. That's what's wrong with you, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Big discovery. Text message. Ding, ding. Mia, you never told me what was wrong today. Grace sighed to herself. She was annoyed that she'd let Mia see how upset she was. The last thing she wanted to do was talk about Tyler and Sebastian. She could already predict, predict Mia's response. She'd tell Grace she was overreacting about Tyler, but if Grace breathed, breathed the word about Sebastian, she'd go on and on about how Grace had a crush on him. She decided it was best to change the subject. Text message. Ding. Grace, neither did you. Who's this mystery boy who sat next to you in biology? Mia 101, if you ever want to change the subject, talk about boys. Barely 10 seconds later, Grace's phone lit up with a photo of Mia in her best modelling pose. Sure enough, it was an incoming call from her bestie. It's just too much to tell you that I couldn't write it in a message, Mia said before Grace could even say hello. Over the next hour, Mia gave Grace a blow-by-blow account of what happened when a new boy called Brody sat next to her in class. She told Grace he was a sexier version of Zac Efron, which Grace knew wasn't possible, but she went along with it anyway. <laughs> I love Zac Efron. I love Zac Efron. <laughs> oh, my God. What's the one? 17 again? Yes. That is, he's, like, pinnacle. I mean, obviously, oh apart from High School Musical. We started watching the High School Musical TV show last night, and actually, it's funny as well because there's a similar situation that happens that I'll explain later because it hasn't happened yet in the book, um, but it's a bit like a Grace on the Court as a movie with some singing. Actually, and, you know, when I love Zac Efron as well, um, Bad Neighbours. Yes, yes, and he's got some... He's bulked and up. And Dave bit. Franco. Oh, oh, Dave Franco. Do you know that Dave Franco is extremely short? So is Zach Efron. Yeah, Apparently they both are, yeah, but like they were like. My height. Oh, God. Love them the both. things I would do. I tried to stalk Zach Efron when he came to Adelaide once with my cousin. He was there for a movie premiere. We drove around the whole of Adelaide trying to find him. <laughs> Did you have any sort of like. Purpose with your driving though. Well, we went, like, oh, we we went to the cinema the where street. they were showing the movie and then we tried to figure out where it was going next. But anyway, that's a story for another day. As she listened, Grace thought about how ironic it was that the only thing she preferred not to talk about with her best friend was her best friend's favourite topic. But that she knew was part of what made them such good friends. By the time Mia stopped talking and Grace could place her phone next to her bed, it was almost eleven o'clock. Grace went straight to sleep, exhausted. That's a late night for them. I used to go to bed at nine thirty as a kid. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock, but her sleep was restless. But her sleep was restless as her thoughts drifted from worrying about what she'd done wrong with Tyler and Sebastian to worrying why she even cared what Sebastian thought in the first place. Dot 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 dot. And that's the end of chapter seventeen. Now, chapter eighteen. Over the next few weeks, Grace didn't see much of Sebastian. He didn't stay over for dinner after band practice like he had the previous weeks and avoided her in the corridors. He even missed a few video competition rehearsals. Tyler seemed to calm down over time, but Grace hadn't become as close to her brother as she thought they would have after spending more time together. The Lions had won their last few games of the minor round, securing themselves a spot in the semi-final the following week. Amber had managed to control her emotions and avoid any other mid-game meltdowns, and the Lions were in good form heading into the finals. Everyone was anxious, particularly Stella. Angus had agreed to help her, as Grace knew he would, and had been working with Stella twice a week to try and get a good mark on her English assignment. 
Her confidence was gradually building, but Grace knew she wouldn't be able to relax until she had that piece of paper with a big red A on it in her hands, assuring her that she could keep playing netball. Grace liked watching Stella and Angus working together. They were a weird pairing, Angus over-enthusiastic and offering jokes every two seconds, and Stella all quiet and shy. But they seemed to get along extremely well. Stella laughed at all of Angus's jokes, and Angus was so patient with her when she struggled with any aspect of the assignment. What are you looking at me like that for? No, just, like, another relatable thing. Like, do you think, like, Grace would be okay with, like, that Angus and Stella thing? Well, I think at the moment she just just thinks they're friends, and then I think... You see, as it, I think then she suddenly is like, mm, actually, I don't know if that's in this book. On, I think maybe I've just given a spoiler to book number two. Um, there could be more. But yeah, I think when she realizes, like at the moment, she just thinks this is great. Like my brother and my friend, like are getting along, like they're friends. We can all be friends. But yes, I think if she thought it was something more, then maybe she'd be a bit. This is also it. relatable because it's like, like if like my brother ever like got with my fr- well, actually, <laughs> but like a friend like. People not me, that, by the way. <laughs> like, if he was like ever, I was like, I'll be like, what the hell? Like, or like, actually, not even my friends. I don't even care about my friends, but more like people I know and yeah. that I don't like. I'm like, what the what hell? What are you doing? Like, <sighs> so, yes. I mean, I'm just like, it's like my sister with my clothes. Like, th- me, this is me in a nutshell. I'll like have like a whole outfit of my sister's on, like, P Nation, like, all like, all like brand new, like, expensive clothes. I'll come out, she's probably wearing clothes of like, one piece of mine that's from like cotton on or something no offense cotton on. <laughs> but like and i'll be like are you serious like take it off and she would be like have a look at yourself <laughs> <laughs> and she's okay with it and you're yeah and i'm just like are you serious and like i'm wearing like all the like maybe you need to take a leaf out stuff. of darcy garvin's book maybe shout out to you Darcy. you won't listen to this <laughs> maybe come on You've just got to try and think of how this relates to real life, Grace heard Angus telling Stella during one homework session in the Parker's kitchen. I'm just going to give you a bit of a literary insight, though. So one thing I didn't actually know before I wrote this book is, like, because the whole book's in Grace's perspective, mm-hmm. originally when I wrote this scene, I just had it, like, as if great, as if Amber, uh, sorry, um, Stella and, and Angus were talking, if it makes sense. But it didn't make sense because it's, like, the book is through Grace's eyes, so we she wouldn't know that this conversation's going on, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's why it has to go, Grace heard Angus telling Stella because it's all, again, through Grace's eyes, whereas had I written it in just, like, a random narrator that was disjointed from... So, yeah, it's a little fun. That's why sometimes, like, when like you read books, like, obviously, most of the time, the books are better than the movies, because mm. you know, like... The inside thoughts. The inside thoughts. thoughts. But, like, sometimes when it's not as good, it's because, like, there's too much going on. Yeah. And it's like, so at the moment, we don't know why Sebastian isn't talking to Grace, but had it been a movie, you might have been able to show so, what had happened, and then it's just Grace not knowing. But in the book, it's all through her eyes. Mm. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? Really interesting. <laughs> Stella was struggling to gasp the key themes of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. I don't see how confessing my love for someone while taking talking with a weird accent relates to my life at all, Stella complained. Well, when you think about it like that, then no, of course it doesn't. But isn't it sort of like the situation with your parents? Uh, Angus asked carefully. My parents? Are you serious? Well, Romeo's and Juliet's families didn't want them to be together. It's all about their forbidden love. Your parents are forbidden forbidding you from playing netball if you don't do well on this assignment. So try and think about it like that. Put yourself in their position and think how you feel about what's going on with your parents. It was so strange to see Angus act so serious. Grace knew from the little Stella had told her that her friend was realising there was definitely more to Angus than his love for football and jokes. You needed to know him better to find it. Yeah. Wow, you're really good at this stuff. Have you ever thought about becoming a teacher? Stella asked him, impressed by his teaching skills. Why would I be a teacher when I'm going to be an AFL player? Angus said so seriously it made Stella laugh. Ah, so, oh, sorry. Angus had been doing. 
Angus had been doing really well at football, having overcome the disappointment of not making the A-team. Grace could tell his conversation with Rory Sloan, shout out to you, Rawls, had changed his perspective and had even been named captain of the B-grade team. His coach had praised him for his leadership skills. He had the ability to motivate the group and still be funny. Sounds like me. <laughs> his dedication and determination. funny part. <laughs> oh, so I can motivate the group. Thanks. His dedication and determination on the field were also inspiring to other... Sorry, were also inspiring the other players to step up. Unfortunately, his team had finished fifth and had just missed out on making the finals. Angus was shattered, but his disappointment was softened when he won the team's best and fairest award at their presentation oh, during the okay, week. okay, Angus. <laughs> Come on, it's just a little light yeah, at the end of the tunnel. Shining light. I'm like, I'm I'm like a bad and Swift that won like two games that one year, but it was okay because you got MVP. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. No, it's not. Sorry, I'd rather the team be successful than myself be successful. Maybe next year they'll come to their senses and put you in the A team, Grace had told him when he came home carrying the trophy. Angus had laughed, but Grace could tell he was pretty chuffed with himself and also hoped the A grade coaches would finally realise that size doesn't always matter. But seriously, thanks for all your help. I actually think I've got the hang of this now, Stella said as she gave Angus an appreciative slap on the shoulder. Don't thank me yet, he responded. We have to wait and see what Mrs Green thinks of your masterpiece. Grace, still in her room pretending to do homework, could hear Stella get up to leave. She realised with a pang of sad... Pang? Pang. Pang of sadness that Stella had spent more time with her twin than she had over the past few weeks. With Tyler and Sebastian already mad at her, Grace was beginning to think something was seriously wrong with her. Her thoughts were interrupted by a knock on the door. Where's the knock? Come in, Grace said as she lay on her bed staring at the ceiling. Um, are you okay? Stella asked. What? Oh, hey Stella, didn't see you there. Grace said as she jumped up. What do you mean? You just said come in. (laughs) And then she's like acting like... It's just showing that she's like all frazzled. Surprised to see her friend standing in the doorway. She had thought it would just be her mum coming in with her washing or something equally oh, as boring. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, of course she didn't see me. The roof is so much more interesting, Stella frowned. You've been really quiet lately. Are you sure you're okay? Yep, of course. How's the studying going? Grace asked, crossing her legs and sitting upright on the bed, doing her best to change the subject. Great. You were right about Angus. Does that crossing her legs and sitting upright help her change the subject? It's like, you know, she's more like, I'm alert now. I just want to know about you. <laughs> um, she's not slumped. Body language is everything. <laughs> you were right about Angus. He knows his stuff, Stella said with a smile. Grace thought about how much she liked Angus and Stella being friends, but just wished the same could be said for her older brother and their group of friends. Her attention wandered again, and she knew Stella had noticed. Grace and Stella had a very different relationship to Grace and Mia. Whenever Mia tried to get something out of Grace, she was pushy and aggressive. That should not be a nor- your own Sophie Garbin. <laughs> Whereas Stella took a different approach. She liked to make Grace feel comfortable and ease her into opening up about what was going on. Grace looked down at her knees and felt Stella's hand on her shoulder. I know something's going on with you and you don't have to tell me what it is, but I just want you to know I'm here for you. You're my best friend and can tell me anything. I hate seeing you like this. Stella stood up and was heading for the door when Grace let out a deep sigh. Thanks, Stella. I don't even know where to start. The beginning is usually as good a place as any. Stella smiled. So Grace told Stella all about the messages Sebastian had sent. Sebastian had sent. She's turned. Kiwi. Sebastian, Grace had said and how he'd abruptly stopped being so friendly after their session at Amber's house. I don't even know why I care so much, Grace huffed as she flopped back onto her back, exhausted but also relieved to have finally shared her feelings with someone. I can't believe you didn't tell me any of this, Stella said in disappointment. Do you think you might actually kind of like Sebastian? She asked carefully. I was embarrassed. You know me. I never talk about this kind of stuff. I don't even usually have anything to talk about, which is why I felt so stupid when I got upset over Sebastian avoiding me. Grace shook her head in frustration. She stared at the ceiling again, considering Stella's question, and realised this was the first time she'd actually allowed herself to think of any of this stuff with Sebastian as more than a friendship gone wrong. She began to think over the back over the last few weeks about how much she missed talking to him and the butterflies she felt when her phone buzzed, followed by the disappointment that it wasn't his name flashing on the screen. 
gross. <gasps> Could have emotional. I think I might. Grace admitted for the first time to anyone including myself. <laughs> I can. You know when you just want it to be someone texting you and your phone buzzes and it's not the person you want it to be? And it's fit and fast, five doc. <laughs> it's funny, Noah, telling me to sign up for my free two-week trial. Oh, but if you join, you'll get a free yoga session. God, love you fit and fast. Sorry. Um... I get it. And you're definitely not stupid. If I had a dollar for every time Mary complained about a, about boy problems, I'd be a millionaire by now, Stella said. You'd be more than a millionaire. Mia's going to be furious I didn't tell her any of this either. Don't worry about her. I'll tell her so you don't have to repeat the story again. But she'll know how to deal with this better than both of us. I have even less experience with boys than you do. And Grace, stop worrying about everyone else and just worry about yourself. You always help people with their problems and it's time to focus on yourself. So what if you like Sebastian but he's not talking to you? No one's going to think any less of you just because you have a crush on a boy. Ooh. Stella's advice instantly made Grace relax. Thanks. You really know how to make me feel better. Make sure you tell Mia how you broke me down. I think she needs to take a leaf out of your book. Subtlety is not her strongest attribute. Grace managed to make light of the situation. And thank you. I didn't realise how much I'd been bottling this up and how good it would feel to get it out. I should probably listen to my own advice every now and then. I always seem to be able to get stuff out of others, but when it comes to me... I put up a barrier as big as the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Loves a metaphor. Stella smiled at her best friend's honesty and gave Grace a hug goodbye as she left to finish her English assignment, which was due the following day. Grace couldn't help but think how lucky she was to have such great friends and she felt guilty for keeping them out of the loop about everything that had been going on. She knew Mia would make her feel even guiltier when she saw her at school the next day before wrapping her in a warm hug and demanding to know what they were going to do about it. Chat break. You can go and eat up a cup of tea if you want. <laughs> if only. Are you telling me that the whole time I've been going on about Brody, aka Zac Efron, you've been going through all this? I am so angry at you right now. Wow, Mia, that is not in the way to approach <laughs> someone who's been going through something. It's getting mad at them for not telling you because it just makes them not want to tell you next time something happens. See, I told you Grace McCoy is teaching these young kids good lessons. Mia said the next morning, she kept the script. Grace thought to herself, noticing how her friend was unable to keep the sympathy from her voice, even as she ranted at Grace. I'm sorry, you were just so excited about it all that I didn't want to bring you down. See, it's... Grace is apologising. She shouldn't be apologising. It's, so it's no big deal anyway. I'm totally over it, Grace lied. Mia and Stella both glared at their friends scornfully, clearly not believing her for a second. So, what are we going to do about this? Am I going to have to track Sebastian down in the corridors to find out what's really going on? Mia offered. No way! Screamed Grace, mortified at the idea of her friend asking Sebastian why he was avoiding her. Let's just let it go. If he actually shows up for the video rehearsal next weekend, we can go from there. Mia reluctantly surrendered. Did you finish your assignment on time? Grace asked Stella, out of concern for her friend, but also grateful for the chance to change the subject. Yep, I spent most of the night finishing it and I actually think I might do okay. I wouldn't have been able to do any of it without Angus's help, though, she said appreciatively. Are you blushing, Mia teased? Ooh. Shut up, Mia! You do know that sometimes girls and boys can be friends and nothing more, said Stella, surprisingly fiercely. Ooh, you're defensive. You must really, really like him. Mia couldn't help egging her friend on. Stella's expression was a priceless combination of anger and embarrassment. Luckily, the bell rang to end their ding, recess ding, break. Ding. <laughs> Before Mia could push her any further, Stella poked her tongue out at Mia as she left to go to class and Grace chuckled at how much the topic of boys had dominated their conversations recently. Before they started high school, the only boys they ever talked about were Grace and Cole, Harry Styles and Justin Bieber. Now that boys they actually knew were prov pr proving interesting, things have really started to change. Grace wasn't sure which way she preferred it. Of course she likes bum, the boys. Bum, bum. That's the end of chapter 18 and the end of episode 9. Coming oh to the 
disappointing. Ooh. I think there's after this episode, there's only three more to go. Wowie, um, you can go first because I went first with last three time. words. Oh yeah, do you remember? And I'd said it was always harder going. I know um, because you always made me. Go I know first. it's because I'm the control freak. Um, what did we learn about this episode? It was probably Grace opens up. Yeah, Grace does open up a bit. Um, like I just think we get to see like, like she kind of Grace bottles up, but then Grace opens up. Like I think it was a very you if you were to draw a curve of Grace's emotional development. This has probably been a big point where she's discovered a lot about herself. Yeah, it was definitely more on, like, the emotional, like, Mm. personal side rather Mm. than the netball and, like, the Amber stuff. She's realising that she has problems as well. Mm. Not as big as Amber, as I don't think. Um, But mine would just be two relatable posts. (laughs) (laughs) Free like tweet. I just, I just feel like I can really relate. Actually, to yeah, that's my three words. Sophie likes Grace, or Sophie is Grace. Sophie relates to becoming Grace. Grace, becoming Grace Parker. Um, yeah, that's. So yeah. no, I think as we've sort of said, we're we're definitely building to something. We're obviously hoping that something will eventuate from whatever this issue is that Tyler and Sebastian are having with Grace. Um, and as we said, the Linwood lines are about to head into the finals as well. So next chap- next episode, hopefully we'll have a bit more netball, a bit more Sebastian is and what I want. hopefully won't be two months away. <laughs> Look, I've got a feeling it's going to be a lot sooner than people think. Yeah, I think it is too. Like, I think we're going to just like smash these next couple of episodes out and it's going to be great. And then maybe, you know, give the people what they want. We could give them something a little bit more. Maybe. Hey, maybe. Maybe is that something, something with N and ending with chicks? <laughs> Rhymes with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Netflix. But no, thank you for having us. That's the end of, chap- of episode nine of I Wrote a Book. And thank you for those people who have come back and listened, even after our long hiatus. Mm-hmm. You've probably been hating us, but thank you. We love all you loyal listeners. Um, and if there's new listeners, welcome. Send us a message. We love you. Illy, bye.